0: Hey Dave. How you going, mate? Good. You might notice something different about where we are today. I
1: certainly have. What have you noticed? We are recording our first show from our brand new home. Kind of. At Well, yeah. <laughs> at uh, 28
0: Niagara Lane. Sunmoth Cantina. Um, a, a relatively new canteen, basically, mm-hmm. um, here in, in Melbourne CBD. Uh, supporters of good beer, good coffee. We're actually drinking a coffee now, which yeah, is man, delicious. Yeah, so man, good. Uh, and, yeah, nice quiet place to record, so they're kind of nice. A good, a good CBD venue. Yeah, so we're going to hang out here and um, be joined by some guests, uh, and today we've got one guest coming up, um, Annabelle from Himmelhund, but in the meantime, what's happening, Dave?
1: Well, we've uh, abandoned a cold opening this time, so I bet... There'll be tens of fans that are upset by that. But we got a little, it's been a little bit of a while since we've had a show, so. If you want something funny
0: first, go look at Hannibal Burris. That guy's really funny. Is he? Yeah. Look him right. up on YouTube and get a laugh. And now, pause so it. So pause it, okay. So I live in New York. And there's
1: a lot of dudes in my neighborhood that have handlebar mustaches. Which is cool if you want to have a handlebar mustache, but don't try to have a conversation with me like you don't have a handlebar mustache. <laughs> Try to talk about regular stuff like music and politics. Like, nah, dude, if you got a handlebar mustache, all I want to hear you talk about is slinkies and kazoos, and that's it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're just going to do a little bit of a run through of some happenings. It, it's actually been
0: a while since we've recorded, yeah, like it has. over a month. Um, has it been over a month? I think so. That's a little
1: bit slack on our part, isn't it? Yeah, what, what are you uh, going to do? Can get Conditions, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. we do what you do. We, we've got real lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's run into some news. I, I want to mention um, I went up to Byron Bay, uh, courtesy of Stone and Wood. Thank you so much, guys, if any of them listen to this. Um, to be part of their Stone Brew Day, um, where they get a hot rock stone situation and chuck them into the into the beer. And, uh, yeah.
1: Hot rock stone situation sounds like a 80s hair metal band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a super group.
0: It was pretty super. There wasn't much hair metal, though. And also, I got to try all of their Beers of the World beers. Beers of the Earth, I think it is. Yeah. Okay, crap. I've been calling them Beers of the World. Six beers. There's a Pilsner, a Hef. I don't know. Look it up. Um, all really good though really impressed with um,
1: you liked the IPA didn't you?
0: the IPA was fantastic the porter was really good yeah and it was uh, oh, really good we can also the fresh hop Pacific Ale um, oh yeah harvest Pacific Ale. why the hell not and yeah and the interesting thing is now that they've expanded they're going to be doing more experimentation um, chatting to the brewers there they seemed like giddy little school children <laughs> um, <laughs> you know having the chance to have six tanks with beers that aren't Pacific Air with them uh, was pretty exciting I think I got the sense that they it were must just, be fun of course yeah. and yeah the beers that came out of it were, were just brilliant so if they're still around um, when you're listening to this go go try some
1: I think there might be some of the packaged goods still around but yeah. um, well,
0: there's a couple of taps going around this weekend at least oh is there um, so if I get this out Monday ish you never know you luck. never know your luck yeah yeah, really, really impressed. So get on board with the stone stone beers. Who would have thought that there'd be more deliciousness from stone and wood? Yeah. Everybody, I
1: think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Dave, you went away for a bit as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I went over the long the uh, Labor Day weekends. I did my sort of annual trip up to the uh, n- the high country of the state's northeast, and I went to Brighton, Beechworth, and all those fun things. And it was as good, if not better, than uh, it has been of recent history Mm. beer-wise. Some of the highlights, Ryan Tyack, who's taken over as head brewer at Bright, has probably improved every single beer that they do there, uh, which is really pleasing. He was Southern Bay and then He was Southern Bay and then he moved on to to Brewdog over in Scotland. That's right. Uh, And I think he learned some good disciplines there to bring back and really, really make some... Uh, improvement
0: to the hot profiles of the beers. Now, Dave, for you, that's quite a big thing to say because I know that you were a huge fan of bright beers. Yeah, prior. that's right. And I think
1: John Selton did a wonderful job of yep. taking it up to the next level anyway. Yep. Um, but and I was a little bit worried, concerned, really, because John did such a good job of how a, a, a brewer as young as Ryan is, who I think is just on 30, um, to be taking over a really well established brand mm. um, of really loyal locals as mm. well. But um, absolutely fantastic improvements. The only beer that I think didn't improve noticeably was his take on the MIA. Because yep. that was like a the famously good IPA. Yep. And I don't know if it was just my taste and IPA changing, which is very possible, or the fact that in the last 12 to 18 months, we've just seen some amazing IPAs from around the world and yeah, locally yeah. come through that maybe it's just gone
0: down a little bit on my rankings,
1: but it was still tasting delicious.
0: Well, that's something that people say about um, things like Pliny the Elder in, in the States. Uh, you know, it's no longer the, the juggernaut that it was because every second brewery is putting out a great IPA now and slowly starting to be the same way in the, um, in, the in Australia. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, it might be a product of that or it might be my tastes, but... Um, that was the only one that it was still great, but the only one that I didn't
0: think was a marked improvement uh, on the others. Dave, I'm gonna have to stop you there. I've just noticed perils of mobile recording. Our Ooh. battery was lower than I thought, so how I'm about we just have a little break this, um, and we'll
1: see you in a couple of seconds. Sure.
0: We back. Uh, we are back. Crisis oh, averted, okay. everyone.
1: There was a little error message that said "data write error," so I was concerned that that four or five minutes of what I can only assume was podcast gold, gold. Uh, could have been lost. Now, could when we, we saved it, so when we fine. left
0: for that short break, you were. Where ta- was I talking about bright? Ooh, yeah, just, bright. Just um, wrap that up. I think. Yeah,
1: it's a, uh It's always a great day. If you like just sitting in their beer garden is magnificent at that time of year, mm-hmm. um, but it's just been improved again by uh, an overall improvement in all their beers. So I was so impressed with it. Uh, again, Beechworth is Beechworth. I mean, Bright uh, Bridge Road, sorry, is always great. Mm. So the pizzas there are good. Uh, did you try their elderflower saison? I did. It was okay, really good. delicious. Yeah, I've got a bottle. We'll have on a show. Great in in coming weeks. Sure. Um, but yeah, just delicious. Uh, also, that the Chevalier Saison didn't score really well in our uh, Saison tasting. Didn't
0: matter. I had a pint of it and it was magnificent. Wasn't sort of one of the results of that tasting we realised afterwards that we'd drink any of them? Yeah, any, it doesn't any day matter. It was so good. Pretty yeah. good anyway, yeah. Um, so it's good to see that that... Um, a, holding up, and also B, they're adding to it with a bit of uh, elderflower.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just something a little bit different, a little
0: tweak. Hmm. Um, what else was going on? Uh, a little bit of news around Bridge Road. Oh, yeah, fair um, enough. Apparently, they're going to export to the USA. Cool. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, tough market. Really Very, tough. I um, I wish them all the best. I, I'm not sure. Um,
1: we don't have do any details yet, do we?
0: No. Um, I think there was some in the crafty pint, but... I haven't read them yet. If they're there, I'll, I'll link to them. But I guess our listeners can't do much about it because they don't live in the US. Well, maybe they do. If you do live in the US, keep an eye out, I guess.
1: Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah. Now, there was, speaking of Crafty Pint, there was a really good article in the Crafty Pint yesterday by Nick, Crafty Pint New South Wales, uh, about stone and, and what they're doing to, to get fresh beers into our hands. Um, it was really interesting. He um, talked about feral as well with their tusk. Um, and getting that fresh into our hands, and it's really interesting. It's something that I've been thinking about in terms of distribution. Um, New Zealand brewers, especially, we're getting some older beers from New Zealand at the moment, and I'm a little bit disappointed by that. You know, if it's just a shame, I think that we're getting beers that should be fresh and vibrant that are. And quite they're coming
1: in one or two months after. Uh, yeah, the two, two to three
0: months, and in, in sometimes, and it's a three-hour plane ride, it's a short boat So trip. what do you
1: think the hold-up is? Just
0: poor management of the stock? I don't know. The distro, maybe, holding them up. Um, but, yeah, it's a, probably the brewers and the distributors probably need to take more responsibility for it, because at the end of the day, we're spending a lot of money on beers that are probably not up scratch, and the breweries, breweries are going to lose face, like, you know, if you buy a, a beer from a New Zealand brewery that's old, you might not know how old it is and it sucks, you're probably not going to get it again. That's a good point, especially
1: Um, for um, less experienced craft beer purchasers who aren't going to have their fingers burnt twice. Definitely. And Um, the 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 market market is growing
0: so quickly that... It's it's easy to move on to somebody else. Definitely. I I can go down the road now and get a fresh IPA from the local brewery. I don't need to... It'd probably be um,
1: interesting to follow that up a little bit and see what the... What the delay Definitely. is where it hides, because if it is the brewers, then what responsibility yeah. do they have to us? They've got a lot on. Yes, they've got a lot to. G- they've got enough work to get it locally fresh as possible, and a lot of them aren't huge organizations. So, mm. how much should we expect from them? Do you know what I mean?
0: That's the thing with Stone; they have the ability to, to uh, do exactly that exactly right. Um, but then again, they've they've given themselves the ability to do that by being. Firm on, on getting good beer out there and, and you know making a guarantee to customers, so it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. It right? is
1: because I think that they also built some of their uh, mystique and demand by not having the um, desire to send to places further out, even within their own country. Yep. Because the uh, distribution routes weren't guaranteed, so maybe they we shouldn't be getting beers from New
0: Zealand until they can. Uh, yeah. have it the way they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the weird thing is demand for New Zealand beers is high, higher than it ha- ever has been. And I think when we first started exploring beer, the New Zealand brewers were the ones that grabbed us pretty quickly. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, Yeasty Boys, a Wired, yeah. um, Probably Renaissance and Croucher were the definitely. some of the big names at the Croucher time. Croucher Pills was a big one for me, yeah. Um, and, you know, now with Garage Projects, Liberty, um, Panhead, Panhead are brewing yeah, here now. Parrot Dog, um, there's parrot so dog. many, yeah. You know, those, all of those names are names that brew, uh, drinkers are going to seek out and buy. But it is important. It
1: it's really important to...
0: Uh, I, th- I think we're probably an important
1: market for the New Zealand beers because of that high demand. So mm. people like Panhead and Parrot Dog have thought of ways around... Yeah the delays in shipping and the excise charges and that sort of stuff yep. so they've got really on the front foot there so you'd think it's probably only natural that other people are going to follow and bring, yeah. think of their own ways to uh, get ahead of the curve and beat that uh, high
0: priced slow turnarounds yep. um, of distribution definitely um, oh, I guess and also other New Zealand news Tuatara are coming in via Experience It Now did you see that's that? that's fun Yeah, um, I think it's a pretty good fit. Tuatara make really good beers, experience it. They're They're one of those
1: ones that don't grab me straight away, Mm. but
0: when I drink them, I love it. If I had their pail in my fridge at all times, I would be always happy. I remember um,
1: we were walking around Gab's and walking around their stall and you said to me, oh, have you tried this Tuatara, that Tuatara and that Tuatara? And I went, no, I haven't and you said Mm -hmm. well you need to and you were right (laughs) Um, but it's one of those ones that that, yeah I don't try actively but I
0: should yeah come on then well I I guess you're going to have more opportunity now Um, and I know that experience that have experience pause for effect Mm -hmm. um, and getting applause break as well yeah and getting fresh beers into people's hands and getting them refrigerated and all that so yeah. Uh, good chance you know, for it. And and their beers are definitely hop forward, you know, they do it really and They're good. also really well made as well. Yeah. So I think it's um it's a good fit. And you know, as you said, Parrot Dog and Panhead doing stuff over here is um it's exciting. It's really um, smart, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it will keep keep Australian brewers on their toes for sure.
1: Yeah, it just keeps it, it keeps the level the quality of the industry here up. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Which it's hard to argue with that in the No. No. No, it is. It is hard to argue with that. <laughs>
0: um, also, we should mention speaking of fresh beers, harvest beers going around at the moment. Yeah, they're, um, it, the scene is a buzz yeah, with fresh I, hop beers. I struggle to like a lot of fresh hop beers. I'm not going to lie, they're all a bit. What do you, like, <laughs> w- like?
1: what are you looking for that is not <sighs> being there?
0: I think a lot of them don't have the depth that I want. Like, they don't seem to. A lot of them are single hop, so they just kind of single hop beers. If they're going for a big hot profile, kind of don't grab me. Yeah, that I often. totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, but saying that I really enjoyed this year's Dark Harvest from Bridge Road.
1: Ooh, I look forward to having a try there.
0: Um, I really enjoyed the Two Birds one that I had last night. Um, I've heard really good things about the Red Hill one, which I haven't had for years, so I'd be keen to try that one.
1: Well, it's always good though, because um, they do a really rich ESB usually yeah, behind yeah. it. Which is, a, yeah. I think,
0: a better way to do it. And I, and I really enjoyed the Stone and Wood one. So I guess this year's really shutting my mouth in terms of good quality ones but yeah it's I think thing. I think
1: a focus that I'd like to see is more about um draft versions of it locally yep. than it being packaged up and that sort of stuff because yeah, yeah. if you package up hot harvest beers it creates an opportunity for them to be left alone for definitely. too long definitely whereas if someone like Bridge Road which they I mean they have done a hop harvest they but if they keep it within Beechworth or at the brewery or send a few kegs around that's a yeah. great idea um but I don't know I don't even know if it really warrants packaging I mean most of the beer that I drink is packaged but I would much
0: rather have a draft version of a hot beer any day of the week yep (laughs) definitely definitely Red Hill one someone checked in a Red Hill on on tap oh they
1: were holding it back
0: 2012 and saying you know how it had changed and evolved and it's like what a dumb thing to do yeah um, so I guess if you're new to beer and you're not sure don't keep hop forward beers long unless it's
1: like a specific experiment you're doing but don't rate it So <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah yeah
0: I, I i've got a, a Hoptimum from 2012 in the cellar but, but that's a that I've is got i've got a reason for that yeah, yeah exactly. not not i don't think it's going to be better i well maybe it's going to be i don't know but yeah just be wary of it i think um it's important to get fresh beers fresh and look i'm getting as you know pretty Anal about it, you know. If it's over a month to me now, I'm like, yeah. Well, that's because you can get beers within a month. You know what I mean?
1: So, like, we we have accessibility to that sort of stuff that you don't need to lower your standards for it. I think that you need to drink beers when they're supposed to be drunk. Because I think I mentioned to you. I don't even. Oh, it might have been last weekend. I mentioned to you that I cracked a bottle of 2012 Bigfoot. Yep. Which uh, is still way too fresh. Which sounds funny, but the nature yeah, yeah. of that beer,
0: it needs to be put down for a long time. Well, It's horrific fresh. Sierra, Sierra Nevada are great at, um, and this is what I'm testing with the Hoptimum, keeping oxygen out of the whole process and getting fresh hop aroma in there. And that's why their beers tend to hold up a lot longer and mm. they do a lot of research into it. So Bigfoot's always a great one for vertical... Yeah, you put Drinking. it away for
1: as long as possible because I, I had it fresh once and it was awful because that's not the idea yeah. behind the beer. But, um, I mean, people do like a decade
0: of yeah, yeah. verticals with it. So that's, that is that the, is the... I guess if people point. aren't familiar with that beer as well, it's an uh, American barley wine. So it's strong. I can't remember what the ABV is. I think Twelve it's eight or... No, nah, it's maybe eight? nine. nine? I, I'm not sure, actually. Okay. yeah, look it up. Um, the, yeah, it's strong and hop forward, but it's also made to age a lot longer. So... It's a really interesting one to check at different ages. Oh yeah, um, it really it's is. It's kind of an exception to the rule. Um, so yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Drink fresh stuff. Yes, definitely. Shall we um, take a short break here? I think I've. Sure. Oh, actually, no. Let's just quickly mention. Um, oh, okay. Could be a week and gabs coming up. Why the hell um, not? we have lined up some hopefully some good interviews for, for Good Beer Week um, well so watch this space really fun one yeah. and yeah check out the website for Gabs um, and Good Beer Week if you're um, in Melbourne or coming to Melbourne there's heaps of awesome events it's ridiculous I'm hoping to get some um, things up on my blog to, mm-hmm. to give some guidance I guess to what people might want to go to just shit that I think's is interesting um, yeah so I'll I don't know hopefully get those up how before. excited are you for Good Beer Week? I'm always pretty excited. Yeah. Okay. Reasonable. Reasonable.
1: That was a pretty low-key sort of uh, reaction.
0: I'm not very emotional. (laughs) Um, Also, speaking of my blog, I put up some posts recently that have been reasonably popular, so if you haven't read them, check them out.
1: Even the ones that haven't been popular, check out. Yeah, check those ones out more. They need love.
0: We've also put some short transcripts up for the podcast from previous episodes, If Um, you
1: like listening to the words, but you just want a little bit more, and you want to read the words, we've made it available.
0: What if you're skiving off at your desk at work, but you don't want to put headphones in, but you still want to get quality content, boom. What are you going to do? You're going to look at the transcript. Definitely. Um, And if people... If you want
1: to memorize so you can retell things to your friends, what are you going to do? Play it back over
0: and over again, or are you going to just look at some words and memorize it? And copy and paste, put it on your phone. Exactly. Whatever. But if people enjoy them let us know because we can do more Um, yeah it's like a quick fix definitely definitely a little little hit a little head of dave and luke to get your day started it's like a coffee
1: yeah speaking of which let's stop so i can finish his coffee because we've obviously run into the ground all right okay
0: remember how to use this all right welcome back everyone now we're sitting here um, with our guest Annabelle from Himmelhund. Is that the right pronunciation? Yep, Himmelhund. You, Himmelhund? That's, right. So yeah. that's German, right?
2: Yeah, so Himmelhund, um, we've named it after our dog. Sort of, It's sort of a loose translation, Sky Dog. Um, cause her name's Sky, Australian Cattle Dog, and she's on our logo. Um, basically, we had a designer and they took my family crest and they took out the lions that were originally there and put in the dog, (laughs) dog, um, just to give it that kind of Australian twist. But also, um, it's translated into German because um, I really like German-style beers. I studied over there Mm. at high school and then again at university and went and worked there for a while. And um, that's where I got my passion for wheat beers. Oh, nice. Your
0: first beer is a wheat beer?
2: It's a sort of Belgian-style wit, yeah.
0: Okay, so... it's kind of contradictory to the German It is, the yeah, we're, we're going
2: for a European flavour <laughs> okay. so while I was living in Germany I and tried some wheat sole beers I went around to um, Belgium and all of those places but yeah they, they definitely don't stick to the same purity law that um, No, the no,
0: they kind of do what they want right? Yep. And so that wheat uh, or wit do you have herbs, or, oh, sorry, spices in there? or.
2: Yeah, we have, we've got some um, orange peels, sweet yep. orange peel and coriander Nice. In the, yeah.
0: How's the feedback been for it so far?
2: Pretty good, actually. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a um, risky style with the wheat styles because there are a lot of people out there that are really sensitive to the phenolic smells and flavours. I've hmm. had some people sort of describe it as medicine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's just, you know, that's everyone's palate's different. It yep. just um, happens like that. So, um, But we've had some really good feedback. A lot of um, people we know that don't... Like drinking beer normally, really Mm. like it. It's a low hop style beer and um, a really good, um, refreshing, hot day Hmm. type of beer. So, we
1: met you guys first uh, at the Craft Beer Rising Cricket Match Um, and you managed to scurry away before anybody had opened <laughs> one of your beers, but everyone that uh, we sort of opened a couple of bottles and passed a few around, uh, and everyone that was there really liked it. So yeah, it was, there was a lot of um, it and was well a, received. A tough crowd group, of brewers, yeah.
0: and they were all nodding Great. happily. So that's uh, the kind of feedback you want. <laughs> you should have stayed and, and basked in the yeah. In the crazy exactly. I know <laughs> we,
2: have, we were rushing off to some other tasting events, unfortunately. So um, yeah.
0: and how did you how did you get here? You, know, you studied in, in Germany. Um, were you a beer fan
2: first? I was, I'll I'll admit I was, um, oh, I suppose the first time I went to Germany I was 16 so I shouldn't say that I was a beer (laughs) fan, I (laughs) sipped a bit of my grandpa's VB and uh, what's this and, um, so you're allowed to drink 16 over there, drink beer, so I drank some wheat beers and thought these are really good and then, um, when I was back in Australia studying, um, I was drinking beer again, but you know there was the mainstream stuff available at uni and around mm. the bars. Um, I went on a road trip around Australia with my sister and happened upon Little Creatures in Fremantle. This was a long time ago, um, when they'd first opened, and just thought, "Wow, this is amazing." I was um, being a technical engineer type person. I get quite excited about all the tanks <laughs> and um, <laughs> pipes and things. So um, yes. Tasted that and came back to Melbourne and started saying to all my friends, no, no, we're not going to drink this stuff. We've got to go out and drink, you know, some little creatures. And was that a tough sale to your friends at the time? It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, the typical uni students going for bulk, mm-hmm. cheap yep. <laughs> beers. Um, yeah, so that happened. And then I studied, um, while studying my chemical engineering, I was doing a sustainable processing stream and we actually made an all-grain beer. Hmm as a project um so yeah that was great and I went home and told my brother oh my god we made beer today and so he and I sort of started making a lot of beer really obsessively we, we were actually this, I always share this story and I probably shouldn't I yeah. we were going out at night time to like the neighbor's recycling bins with the torch to get all the Fantastic. empty bottles a good way <laughs> of doing we it. did, you know triple sanitize so it yeah, was all yeah. good but we were just you know we couldn't we were drinking it quickly enough. We were making so much beer. What nice. sort of stuff yeah.
1: did you home brew uh, at the time?
2: Um, we did a lot of copies of our, of our um, international beers. Yeah. Um, you know, a bit of a garden recipes and. Um, old speckled hand I think we even did a Newcastle Brown (laughs) and um, things like that and so yeah that was really great fun and um, we stopped for a while because we just had no more room to put the beer we were taking it to our parents house and mum sort of said no I'm sick of exploding (laughs) bottles in the middle of the night and all my cupboards are full in the garage so we took a break from that and um, I probably got really got back into the all grain brewing again at home when I moved to Wyala which is um, in rural South Australia um, to do some um, engineering work out there um, which is where I met my partner and business partner Henry and we set up our own brewery in the shed that we built and yeah we started making beer um, getting some kegs having people over every weekend for a barbecue and tasting the beer and everyone was like wow this is really great beer you should sell it So we joked around about that for a while and then I thought, well, I'm going to take it one step further, I'm going to go and study brewing at Federation Uni online and started doing that and getting more technical about the brewing and then I decided don't really enjoy being a process engineer, I'm going to go and try and get a job in brewing just to get some experience.
0: The Engineer background's got to help though as well. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yeah, sure it will continue it, it to help same in thing, the future. Like <laughs> the process <laughs> engineering, <Yeah>. so <laughs> it does. Yeah.
1: Um, so was that when you went to Matilda Bay?
2: Yeah, that's right. So okay. I just started emailing breweries, um, offering to come and work there, and I took three months leave from my job, and um, ended up choosing to go to Matilda Bay, and that continued on and then I extended my leave a bit further, probably never with the intention of going back, um, but then unfortunately they closed down um, their Port Melbourne brewery, so we were planning, you know, in a couple of years to build our own brewery and we thought, let's just go for it now and sort of take the risk and we'll use a contract brewer and that way um, we're not putting in the big million dollar capital investment straight away just get the beer out into the market and
0: so where are Little you uh, contract track. brewing out of at the moment? Um,
2: we're doing it at Southern Bay yep. down in Geelong. Um, yeah.
0: Are you going down and getting hands on it? there?
2: Absolutely. So we're always down there on our brew days. Um, the good thing is it's such a big size, the batch size, that you go down on the brew day once a month and then I'll go each week and check the beer, go for the bottling and then um, I can spend the rest of the time. Doing a bit of the marketing and sales aspect myself, yep. which is, helps when you're starting out. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, are you finding that difficult to get out there and market and sell it? Or is it a, an engineering background yeah, and brewing background? It's, it's definitely different.
2: not um, a natural skill of mine to go into places and sell myself um, and as part of the brand. Um, but it's it's fine. You know, the worst thing people will say is no, and we're getting a lot of good feedback and getting out there Great. as much as we can, Yeah, mm. so it's good fun to do something different.
0: Um, Dave you're looking at the stockists, us-
2: you had a yeah. bit
1: of a look, um, you got a couple of places back in South Australia that you're sending the beer, how are you sending it across?
2: Um, so we've got a sort of silent business partner, a friend of ours um, who we started this idea with over in Whaler and we basically just sent a whole pallet at a time in a refrigerated truck over to there and he's got set up his shed insulated and temperature controlled and he just manages the distribution there. Was he
0: also an engineer?
2: Um, so Sid's a um, boilermaker, he started out as a boilermaker but <laughs> now he's an expert black belt statistician, so he can he and Henry as well, they're sort of mathemat- mathematical geniuses. So. Wow, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's an, a lot of... Um, they
2: do the boring side of things as <laughs> I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. an
0: intelligent set up are intelligent yeah. crew right
2: <laughs> it, it's quite lucky because um, I, where I was working as a process engineer all the operators um, they're you know sort of small town a lot of guys there and they'd never probably drink craft beer but because they knew me they're like wow we're going to try Annabelle's beer or Henry's business and hmm. so all the sports clubs and that are stocking it over in Wyala which is oh that's awesome quite that really cool. is good yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> do you package all the stuff out of Southern Bay yeah,
2: yeah? we do okay. yep
0: um, I think that's one of the good things about, you know, small beer is, people were really supportive. If they know, you know, I know that brewer, I'm willing to give it a shot because yeah. they're a nice person and I'll drink their beer. Um, you know, it gives a face to it, and it's, getting into local sports clubs is is awesome. I reckon. Yep. Um, now, so you've got one beer on the market. Are you got plans for a second coming up?
2: We do. Um We were thinking of doing something darker um, for winter, but just because of the bigger batch sizes and things slow down in winter, we're just going to put a bit more of our time and money into marketing at the moment. Um, And then there'll be one, um, I won't say too much about it, but I've got one that we've been planning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably coming out in spring. Cool. Maybe a kind of red ale type of beer without giving too much away with a bit of a South African twist because Henry um, is South African. All right. Yeah.
0: I can't think what, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much about <laughs> secret, South Africa. Secret, secret
2: right. South African ingredient. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and what about sort of getting your own setup up on track? Is that still going to be planned?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so not for another year at least probably, Um, but we'd love to, being engineers, design it ourselves, and I'm very into um, environment sustainability, so I'd really like to do something like, I don't know if you've heard of the Otter Brewery in um, Devon? Mm. That's one that, yeah, uh, they've they've built an underground cellar so they don't have to use um, refrigeration Refrigeration. and cooling. Um, They've got a reed bed to recycle and treat all the water that comes out of it so they can reuse it and Mm. carbon dioxide capture and things like that. Um, just depends on because there's a lot things. of waste <laughs> and
0: a lot of like water, especially and, and refrigeration yeah. and, and brewing, right? It's a and with global warming and everything happening, you know, it's, it's pretty important if we want to keep drinking beer. That
2: yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, I was chatting to the new sustainability. I can't remember his title, but he's was a brewer at Stone and Wood, and now he's sort of now their sustainability guy, and I know they're having a big focus on that. Um, coming up, and you're seeing what Sierra, Sierra Nevada are doing in the States and pretty much wasting no water. It's um, mm. yeah, so it's good that you guys are going to do the same. Yeah, <laughs> We're thinking about the same, absolutely.
1: yeah. And we talked to uh, Chris Scholl from uh, Day Shoots in America, and they've got a really, really serious and intensive um, monitoring of the performance of the sustainability. So it's good to see it's a focus
0: right, yeah. um, at all levels, really. Have you seen um, in California at the moment? Pretty much going to run out of water next year unless it rains, mm. um, which is terrifying. And
2: all like, the wineries as well out there. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And yeah, anyway, happier things. Yeah. Um. We'll
2: definitely have to um, plan a trip to the States before we open our own brewery and get some market research. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy
0: how many breweries are popping up there and yeah. just, yes, yeah, um, I'd love to get over there. And Dave, you're heading over in a couple of weeks couple of weeks oh time jealous. Mm, <laughs> i know send us back some notes on what's good certainly shall <laughs> um, what about long term what's the what's the long term goal
2: um, sour beers we'd love to specialise in that um, you said the magic word researching <laughs> it a lot yeah we, we love our sour beer and we'd love to slowly bring that out a bit sour and a bit more and more and kind of Try and get a few more people drinking it. And it's pretty hard to establish middle. as a small yeah, brewer because you we'll can't... No that.
1: one's prepared to <laughs> no. infect their breweries and all that so That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, we,
2: we definitely have um, maybe a separate site. So, brew the wort or the beer and um, take that across to a you know, very clean shed where we'd have all the nasty but good yeasts <laughs> and things. I think they're the yeast. nice ones, right? Let's yeah, stop right, pretending yeah. they're the nasty ones. So.
0: <laughs> um, so you, if you like sour beer, what styles? Like are you sort of Blunneweiss or the um, Belgian styles or?
2: Oh, all of them. Um, definitely, um, I'm, I'm starting to really like the fruit. I like the fruity Belgian ones. Um, Henry's right up there with the goys and the super sour ones and I'm slowly getting there. It just smells a bit like... Old socks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's good. It's um really good. Um, Berliner Weisse was something I drank when I first went to Germany as well, and yeah. I really liked it. So I mm. think this might be
1: the perfect yeah, uh, style up. for Australian summers as well. Mm. So um, and you and you I don't we'll
2: really need to spend years to make that one. You can mm. just get the lactobacillus and go for it. So. Mm.
0: There's a couple um, that have done really well on the market the last mm. summer as well. That I think. New drinkers are kind of surprised by them, and you know people that like cider or, or wine, give them a three percent blend of ice on a hot day, and suddenly it's wow, this is a beer, and mm. um, I think it's definitely one that you can win people over with.
2: Mm, definitely.
0: Um, with all the the brewing and, and sort of getting out there and marketing and all that, what have you learned along the way?
2: Um, we've learnt that. It no matter how good your product is, it's no good if you don't market it properly. So, it's really good to invest some money in in marketing experts or mm. use your friends like I have. Yep. <laughs> um, and they've yeah. been supportive of, of what you're doing? Absolutely, yeah. One of my best friends is a marketer. So, we've been really lucky Very to handy. have her at the start help us, you know, design posters and a friend of hers who's a friend as well got on board and helped out getting us into some venues and events so yeah that was really good cool. that's really
1: important mm. so you were at Matilda Bay for just about six months is that yeah, right? yeah that's right what sort of disciplines It doesn't sound like a long time but I'm sure you no. probably <laughs> learned a lot of disciplines there what, what did you take out of your time from uh, from that?
2: Um, oh look it, things already knew, I already knew but um, really hit home that you, you do have to spend a lot of time doing hard work yourself hard physical work um, and I suppose they're a bit bigger, so I really want to be like um, to have a small brewery where I can make a lot of different beers Mm -hmm. and develop the recipes and then possibly have someone else brewing them, show them how to brew it. Um, But that that also helped us decide to start out by contract brewing because we didn't want to be spending five, six days a week brewing and packaging um, and not actually being able to get out there and sell it. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: So is this a full-time job for you now?
2: It is for me, yeah, yep. at the moment. And so. not, But not Henry? No, um, soon, at the end of May, he'll be finishing up, but he kept working in his job, so f- sort of flying between Melbourne and South Australia or driving. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow, that's <laughs> a,
0: <laughs> a lot of driving and mm. flying.
2: But, it, but it's quite good. You can kind of take the risks with the new company and it's not mm. a complete gamble because someone's still earning mm. some money on the side.
1: Mm. Yep you got any plans to put anything into kegs?
2: Yeah, we, we did um, last batch, a couple of weeks ago, we just made five kegs um, just as a bit of a, to test the yeah, waters. Um, and whereabouts did they go to? Uh, we're putting it into the Henley Club, which is um, a private club um, for young entrepreneurs in the city, hmm. CBD. So they, we've kind of, as a, it's a testing ground for us as well. So we supply all their beer. I think I
1: saw, did you do an event there recently? Yeah, that's yeah, right, okay. yeah.
2: Um, so we just put in like a kegerator fridge with the keg and they go through it um, reasonably quickly with a lot of events. Hmm. Um, yeah, we might we'll, we might put a few into some other venues and see really how it good. goes, yeah.
0: Um, and have you been doing sort of events and tastings around Melbourne outside of it? Yeah,
2: um, at the, our stockers, the bottle shops, we've been doing a lot of tastings. And yep. yeah, and which ones we'll around
1: um, Melbourne? Hold the hold the beer currently.
2: Um, we've got McCoppins um, Vice Bar in Johnston Street. I don't know mm. if you've heard of that. That was I've no, not there. heard of that. Yeah, it used to be um, called Marquee Bar, I think, and they've changed their names. Sort it's of Miami Vice yeah. themed <laughs> bar. Um, we're in all the markets, the South Melbourne Market, Queen Vic Market. Cool. Um, yeah, other places I can't think of off the top of my head. Far Side Beers oh in yep. Camberwell. No, Camberwell. Okay. i been out there. Have you been out there? No, dude? I haven't. It's a great it little bottle yeah, it looks shop. Fine. Yeah, I um, studied with the owner. Oh, cool. oh, okay, that's course. pretty handy relationship. Yeah, relationships, yeah. A Irish lady, so she was really supportive.
0: They're bringing in Irish beers as well to that's distribute, right? right? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever drunk no, Irish yeah. beers outside of the no the ones yeah. that people know. Um, hmm. And is that a full list up on your website that people can? Can find everything.
2: That's right. We're, well, this weekend our website's under construction at the moment. That's because, right. I um, won't get this up before another the end of thing the that we get there. Another thing that we learnt was um, a, a friend of ours, you know, we were stuffing around with the website and things like that. Um, it's not our expertise. And a friend, he sort of politely mentioned your website's really crap and <laughs> I help you fix it. So, you know, he just said, just give me some beer and I'll help you redesign it so Great. we've just got to fill in all the gaps And
1: yeah I sort of do think that it if it someone up picks up your beer and, and enjoys it one of the first things they're going to do is try and find Google your online mm-hmm. presence so um, you've got to have something up and going I guess don't you
2: that's yeah. right yeah
0: there are a lot of pretty bad websites out there as well and yeah if, if, as soon as you jump on and there's so many brands out there at the moment you don't know where they come from and you jump online and if you see a, a website that might not be too flash you might uh, you know how much do they really care are they whatever and it's probably not always the case about a year ago I looked up
1: a brewery that I was a fan of and I won't say which one it was because it's not fair but (laughs) I looked at their website and under their our beers um, page the first beer on their list was one that hasn't been available for two and a half years I reckon I know who that was (laughs) and I I reckon we we
0: could name and shame them on uh, is that Garage Project? it's not okay (laughs) Okay. because their their website sucked for years and they've just updated it and it's great it's weird because I would imagine they'd be on top of that that's what I thought Anyway, that's, that's tangential, <laughs> tangential <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, so will that be, by the time I get this out, will that be up and looking flash? Or?
2: Yeah, it should be done by Monday, done Great. tonight. Cool. Yeah.
0: Great. We'll put a link in the show notes to yeah, direct we, people there. Definitely will. Um, Dave, did you have any more questions? I think I'm done. Should we take a short break and then we can come back and find out where to find everyone Too on social right. media and all that kind of a thing? Great. Cool. Cool. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Now, we, we want to do some recommendations. Um, As we do, Annabelle, frequently on the do show. Do you want to kick it off with a non-beer recommendation?
2: Sure, I've got a couple. Alright. No, um, one, only. <laughs> no. <laughs> one only. <which> <laughs> one only. <laughs> you can I'm save it for
1: your next appearance on the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right. I'm going to recommend, um, I recently bought a new motorbike from Brap From BRAP? Um, BRAP. They're the only, I think only, Australian made designed motorbikes and it's awesome man cool. this is the first the motorbike day. recommendation we've it had. is uh, yeah i think their main offices are in frankston but there are got a few shops around but i um i recently read well henry read the manual because i'm not a manual reader hmm. and worked out there was a choke on my bike which i didn't think <laughs> there was so yeah
0: <laughs> and it's it's working Even well higher for
2: recommendation now yes it is yeah excellent are they only
1: a small group or
2: I think so. At the moment, like a small, they've started about a year ago and sold out pretty quickly. I How was you spell lucky to that? get one of the first. B R double A P, like, like a. Brrrr, like a oh, right. Motorbike ah, right. that's noise. wonderful. <laughs>
1: Didn't put it together. That's great. No, no,
0: that's excellent. I know nothing yeah. about motorbikes, Dave. Do you know anything about motorbikes? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> no. I learnt that the way you spell the sound of a
0: motorbike is B R double don't with No, that's true. Have you ridden motorbikes for a while?
2: Um, A couple of years now, but I'm still on my learners because when I I got it in South Australia and then I was almost at the end of my learner period and I changed over my licence in Melbourne and they said, we'll just restart it for you and I'm too lazy to go out and get (laughs) my (laughs) fees yet. Nice
0: one. Good recommendation. Thank you. came out of left field for me. (laughs) Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, Dave, what do you got? Uh, My non-beer recommendation is actually
1: non-beer because this is now five weeks... I haven't had any beer at all. That's a lot. I mean, buying wow. this little pot on the show. And then we had a... Uh, I broke four weeks of a dry spell last weekend because we had some a rather special shipment uh, from uh, America Yeah, uh, come in of some amazing sour beers coming oh, in from America. Wow. So, mm. And there were three of us that put in for it, so I could hardly... Tell everyone to wait until my dry yeah, spell yeah. was over. So <laughs> it, I did the hard thing and beer. I had a few beers last weekend and they were actually magnificent. But um, besides that, yeah, it's been five weeks now of little to no beer and it'll be two more weeks until I've, I'm going to America in a couple of weeks for three weeks and I think there'll be a little bit of abuse <laughs> done. Yeah. So I figured I'd try and get some credits in the bank beforehand. Right. So I've had a very healthy month and a bit so how, how are, um, you are you feeling? you feeling sprightly? unbelievable. Um, and it makes it makes beer taste better.
0: Interesting. I'm having Not this drinking rogue, beer makes beer. I'm having this rogue better. brutal IPA,
1: <laughs> which has always in the past to me has been fine, but I'd never love it. Tasting great. So I can only
0: attribute that to a, a refreshed palate. Excellent. How about you? Mm-hmm. Um, my non-bear recommendation is a book or a trilogy of books that I finished. Well, which one are you going to recommend? All three. Okay. I, I sure. bought them as a, as a trilogy on um, Amazon.com. You may have heard of it via <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a Kindle delivery. Um, and it was a uh, sci-fi trilogy, which I'm not a huge sci-fi. I, I enjoy sci-fi, but I've never really read any. Um, and it was the Wool trilogy, W-O-O-L and yeah it's a post-apocalyptic i think if you're a sci-fi nerd and you're going no it's actually dystopian we don't want to hear it i don't care um it was really enjoyable uh like one of the best books or trilogies i've ever read um the author i think self-published the first chapter online and it went crazy it's an amazing short story the first chapter so if you're not sure see if you can find the first chapter read that and uh, you'll probably be sucked did they in. crowdfund the publishing or was it enough for
1: no, p- th- a publisher to pick him up after the short
0: story I think he story? did the first one and then he just did it online via Amazon self-publishing system oh, I, I see, don't oh, know the name right. of it know a thing. Um, okay. but he did like each chapter as like a series like a then, comic book sure know. Okay. Um and then I think it got picked up by a publisher then um but, yeah, you can get, a, get it for your Kindle or I'm assuming you can get it at a bookshop now. I don't know. Cool, um, Awesome. Really good. I'll, I'll put a link on the... All you said notes.
1: it was post-apocalyptic. That's the most vague <laughs> description.
0: I don't want to spoil it for everyone. Okay, It's a, um, it also, I think, being optioned for a movie by Ridley Scott, a Ooh. famous director. Ooh. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I don't want to give anything away.
1: Just read it. Have a look. Yeah. Fantastic. What about a beer recommendation, Anabelle?
2: Um... I recently had the 7 cent Berliner. The yeah, oh, nice. it was really good. What I don't know if i had that sour. either. Um I think it just got called I think it just said oh, 7 okay. cent. Where did you have Berliner it? Vasa at um the Northern in Carlton. The Great, Great Northern. Northern? Great Northern yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I'm very mm, bad with very nice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But those boys are putting out uh, some pretty uh, pretty delicious beer lately, so mm-hmm. I Definitely. wouldn't be surprised. If the last couple that I've had of theirs have been really good. And I
0: think. Did you have a sour of theirs a while ago that you enjoyed? Maybe it was one of oh, our guests. Oh,
1: Buzz Killington.
0: Is that the one that you
1: had? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's really good, it. actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what a goldfish. Yeah, um, hmm. yeah, that was really fun.
0: Hmm. I think that was a, a one-off or something, wasn't it? How long ago did you have it?
2: <laughs> um, it's only like. Three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I think, think they, they, they only
1: had, because um, it was a birthday uh, between Seven Cent and Brew Cult yep. at Ale House where I first had it. And that was probably, what, a month and a half? Yeah, it know, sounds actually. about yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's the same batch of that. Yeah, Yeah. cool. But
0: that was really fun. I might have to um, Google it. Look at Now <laughs> Tapped yeah, okay, to, to nice. see uh, one of the Seven Cent guys is doing Now Tapped. So I'm sure it'll be oh, up there yeah, somewhere. Course. Good point. Um, Cool. Nice one, Dave. That's a good one.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I mentioned at the top of the show that I was in uh, Beachworth and Bright over the Labor Day Long Weekends, uh, and far and away, the best beer up there that I had was the re-jigged um, blowhard pale a bright mm-hmm. unbelievable I reckon it might be like a top three pale ale in the country at the moment Wow, just tasting mm. phenomenal I'm sure every pale ale tastes the best at its source but um, mm. this was tasting particularly good uh, I was just on that for pints and pints and pints so um, highly recommended. if you see it around I think it's packaged yeah, I think uh, it's packaged out and about around yeah. the ground. So if you see it, pick it up because it's fine. It's delicious. Uh, and the hops taste great.
0: Chatting to James, doing who does their social media marketing now, um, pretty sure he's saying they're trying to push more into Melbourne. So um, I don't know if that's going to extend to Sydney or around the country. Well, company, they should
1: because, yeah, their beers are flying at the moment. Um, mm. Yeah, led by that one, if mm. you ask me. Yeah.
0: Just on Stubborn Russian, too, that's also tasting really oh good. Yeah, you know, the The, Riz? the Imperial Stout, yeah. yeah. Um, which has Brett in it so if you've got a bottle leave it for a couple of years and see how it goes I think talking about ageing at the start of the show that's a good one to age Mm. Um, speaking of beers at the source Stone and Wood when I was up there on the weekend a couple of weekends ago I didn't have every Stone and Wood Pacific ale I had throughout Byron I had a couple of bars it was just fantastic like I didn't have because uh, sometimes I've had a couple of them that I didn't really enjoy that much.
1: Yeah, sometimes when they're not quite as fresh. Yeah. A little bit of the sheen. Off and them.
0: every one I had, even at like the dodgiest sports bar we went into, was just beautiful, like fresh and vibrant. And mm-hmm. it makes a massive difference to get a fresh difference to get a fresh beer. And um, yeah, I need to get up to Bright. I haven't been there yet. Have you been there? Annabelle? I have a couple yeah.
2: of times. My sister lives near there, so oh. oh, we always drive there. Oh, <laughs> Blessed. Yeah. <drink laughs> the Fantastic. Beers, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Good reason to get up there, right? Exactly. Have
1: you been up there since yeah. Ryan Tyak took over as head brewer? Uh, no, yeah, I
2: haven't oh been for a while. It's so phenomenal. I should, yeah, yeah.
0: In, in great shape. Mm, excellent. Have you been recommended yet? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, i tried to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my recommendation is going to be Sun Moth in the city, um, where we're recording Sun Moth Canteen. It's a small bar down a small lane, so Melbourne. It's um, um,
1: Niagara Lane, Niagara which is between, lane. what
0: is it? then Lonsdale. Lonsdale? Lane, yeah. Is that yeah. what it
1: was between? Um, I, I, my, my yeah, job it it, yeah. so. Google it you'll
0: figure I'll, it out I'll, yeah. l- I'll put a little map on the website with a pin on it ooh okay fancy if we live in the future we can do <laughs> yeah, these <okay>. things <laughs> um, yeah great little bar they uh, I
1: hate. We've, we've been like banging on about this kind of bar as what we like it's a bar that's got a little bit of everything mm. it's got uh, natural wines specialty um
0: top quality spirits five good beer taps exactly right good tap good food on um, we just the coffee we had before was oh, unbelievable. phenomenal I might have another one before we go good idea <laughs> um, yeah it's just a comfy place in the city um, and yeah they were kind enough to let us mooch, off, mooch a table off them while we recorded so mm-hmm. thanks to those guys um but, yeah, I definitely enjoy coming here. Yeah, yes, if you're
1: uh, mm-hmm. one of our Sydney listeners and you
0: haven't been here since it's been open, if you come down for Good Beer Week, check it out because it is good. If you're a Sydney listener, go to Pork. I heard it's a new place. I don't know anything oh, about it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> por- <laughs> you don't know anything about it? Uh, someone that owns a bar in Sydney Has opened up a pork restaurant.
1: Okay. Go there. that's All a right. Sydney recommendation for you. All right.
0: Um, and if you live somewhere else in Australia, I don't know. I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> All let's wrap it up. Um, Annabelle, where can we find you? On, on the internet
2: yep so you can find us at www.himmelhunt.com. Um, we're also on Facebook uh, Instagram Twitter I write a blog on Tumblr oh cool yeah cool. So, I'll um, so put
0: links to everything into the show notes um, which will be on com. where else can we find you Luke um, on Twitter at aleofatime I'm also at aleofatime on Instagram you asked that as a question, which yeah, I don't uh, have a lot of confidence <laughs> in. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Look through my Twitter. There'll be a photo there somewhere. Right. Um, iTunes, find us. Oh, sorry. Where can we find you, actually, Dave? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, if you desire, at
1: uh, MelbDave. Uh, and you can send us some emails at Dave at com and Luke at com. Uh, send us some news from your local area, if you do have some. Um, and if you don't have some, then stop complaining that
0: we don't do any of your local news. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, iTunes, uh, search for Ale of a Time. Give us a rating Stitcher if you Stitcher Radio, which I'm still not really sure what that is, but okay. we're on there. Um, can you
1: rate on that? I don't know if you can. If you can, give us a good rating on that too. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: rate us on iTunes if you listen on iTunes, because um, that would mean a lot to us. It would just warm us, wouldn't it? It would. It <laughs> would. <Yes. laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. Thanks, Annabelle, for thanks coming Thanks for joining no
2: us. No Thanks for having me. Uh.